All I'm saying is, Lava Dart is the greatest magic card ever printed, and uh, I hope wow. I can listen or else with it. And that's all I really want in life. Anyways, wow. <laughs> welcome okay, to okay. episode of the Eternal Implications podcast, a podcast that will scoop you into the top eight rather than ID. Uh, today we'll be delving into the Hogak meta and making our predictions for the July 8th uh, banner restricted. I'm your host, Josh, here with Travis. Freddie's still working on his graduate program, so he's out again tonight. So Justin is joining us once again. Hi, Justin. Uh, Travis, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I've been playing a lot of poker lately, and it's very addictive. So I may need <laughs> to go to some sort of therapy later in life, but we'll see. Yeah, I legitimately had to. We can talk about it. Uh, so, like I said, we're joined again by Justin up in Yakima, not Spokane. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Justin? Uh, a little, little tired, a little grumpy. Got crushed by some uh, Esper Hero, but you know, a little grumpy. But that's good. <laughs> yeah, life happens. Uh, anyways, uh, this last weekend, uh, there was an SCG Open that was Team Modern, not Unified. Uh, and there was also a Modern GP here in the States. Um these uh these results here for day two are pretty concerning. <laughs> it's like forty two percent Hogak, and then yeah, everything else like good was in like the tens to twenties or, or this or, is not percentage. This is total deck actual deck numbers. Yeah, forty some copies of Hogak in the day two meta game. That's not something I want to see. The uh, next highest. The next highest was like fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, I want to throw up. That's gross. So that's a healthy format, right? <laughs> that's what they're shooting for. Uh, yeah, I think so. That, <laughs> but that was for the GP. Top eight of the GP was uh, Humans Eldrazi Tron, Thopter Sword, Blue Light Control, which won, uh, taking turns, and then uh, two copies of Hogak and another copy of Blue Light Control. So the obvious, uh, the obvious solution to this is we have to ban uh, all the blue white cards because uh, it's it's winning these grand prix. Just just rest in peace. That's all we have to ban. <laughs> uh, yeah, is it Phoenix and Hogak? Where Hogak, Hogak? How do you even say it? Who knows? Uh, it it's like over... a big guttural noise in your throat. Hogak. <laughs> that. Something like that. But yeah, with that and Phoenix, it was 50% of the day two meta. Um, and uh, the winning team from the SCG was Bridgevine, Humans, and Mardu, Death Shadow, which is a very cool deck. Uh, got a lot of new cards in it. But yeah, let, let's uh, let's actually take a look at that real quick. They're playing three Dreadhorde Arcanist, one Giver of Runes, and four Ranger Captain of Eos in this deck. Is there any other new ones I'm missing here? Unearth. Unearth is the big one. Yeah. Also have shenanigans in the side. Yeah. That card is actually overperformed for me. Um, I'm really pleased with it. Unearth? Uh, no, uh, shenanigans. Unearth's been good from what I've seen, too. I've watched multiple people die to an Unearth Lightning Skelemental now in my life. Uh, <laughs> Travis included. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that Lightning Skelemental had double strike. <laughs> and trample. I mean, it already has trample, but a trample twice. Yeah, double trample. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. <laughs> oh, Let's talk about that another day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this uh, th this is really cool. Uh, we were talking about whether the paint the the Horizon Lands would make their way into Death Shadow. I didn't expect a new Death Shadow deck to pop up that actually got to use them. And this one's got four silent clearings in it. This deck's super cool. Uh, it kind of came out of nowhere. That's true. There were quite a few teams that were playing at least one copy of this, and I think it's just an SCG thing. There were a bunch of people who thought, you know, this combo of cards was going to be good, and they brought it, and one of those teams happened to spike the whole tournament. Yeah, uh, Dreadheart Arcanist is a messed up magic card. Like... That's a lot of crazy stuff. I've been casting a lot of Dreadhorks, and I mean, it's it's a powerful card. I mean, of course, I'm you know flashing back like Defiant Strikes and like Sheltering <laughs> Lights, which is not quite as powerful as you know Surgical Extractions and uh, Thought Lightning Seasons. Bolts. Yeah, 
it's a it's a pretty powerful card. Well, it's been making waves in Legacy too. Like Blue Red Delver is on like a full four of these last I checked, and that's yeah. that's crazy. Like this card's very unassuming, and it's I feel just like it like... slots into Legacy so easily for that. Oh yeah. You know? You look at that curve of one, maybe two costing spells compared, you know, but now I guess with modern, now that, you know, surgical extraction is like the top of the curve with modern. <laughs> wow. Hey man, there's eight drops in modern. They just get played on turn two. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah uh, if uh, nobody else has any comment on this, that'll uh, lead us into our second segment tonight. And that's July 8th is our first ban and restricted announcement since uh, war and modern horizons. Um, Cedric Phillips said, we're all having fun playing modern this weekend, but it isn't okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a amazing. wonderful quote. <laughs> yeah, uh, so some cards uh, some cards to discuss. First up, the, the elephant in the room, or necropolis, or um, vomit-covered pile of dead bodies is, is Hogak. Um, oh my gosh, what were they thinking? <laughs> like... Why couldn't I have been in the room <laughs> to just be like, no, stop, stop it. Well, the thing is about Hogak is when he first was released, everyone's like, well, whatever. This card seemed like maybe Dredge will play it. But <laughs> the thing is, is he came with a whole suite of different cards. Like yeah. it wasn't just yeah, him by himself, though. Here's, here's Carrion Feeder. Here's Altar of Dementia. Like they're out of their gourd. Like this is insane. How did this slip through? Uh, a couple of things. They slipped through largely because they only put one person on testing this, as far as I could tell. Uh, they tweeted out that it was Michael Majors, and if there were any problems, we should look at Michael Majors. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. That, and that was before the whole the Hogak deck popped up. So everyone was like, oh yeah, Michael Majors, this is great. Uh, but then, obviously, this combo of cards definitely <laughs> slipped through the cracks. If you Maybe look, a little overzealous. Yeah, I know. So, like, everything Justin said is 100% accurate. Every podcast and set review, nobody was on Hogak that I listened to. There was one person who thought, you know, maybe we could play this in Grix's Death Shadow, but he kept getting to the point where he would have to tap two Death Shadows to cast it, and he didn't like it. And so that's all I ever heard about this card ever being played in Modern, and then all of a sudden it's, like, the best thing you can possibly be doing. Yeah, like I think Jerry T and, and uh, I can't think of his name. It's gonna bug me. Uh, Michael Gottlieb. Uh, I think they talked about it a Brian. little bit. Brian yeah. Gottlieb. Yeah. Well, I can't work today. I'm very tired. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, Brian Gottlieb. They uh, like they discussed it a little bit, but I don't think anybody expected it to show up the way it has. Oh, definitely it's, not. It's really gross. Um, I it's on my list of things I think need to just go um it's yeah it's a problem um there's nothing reasonable happening with this card nobody's doing anything fair with this card um it's stupid like i played it a couple weeks ago and the deck's hard to play for what it's worth but that doesn't make it okay like amulet titan is a hard deck to play but if it were higher in numbers i would argue that it would need to go um, summer bloom yeah, well, that's already happened once with Bloom, yeah. But honestly, like, if Amulet had been putting up larger numbers, I would say just Axe Amulet. Um, but yeah, our next card kind of ties into Hogak, but it ties into a few other decks as well that contributed to that massive uh, day two percentage, and that's Faithless Looting. Uh, Faithless Looting's a massive enabler for a lot of decks, and um, I think it's just another really messed up magic card. There's only really one deck that's doing anything fair with it, and it's the Pyromancer shells. Um, putting Phoenixes in the yard with this like really isn't an okay thing to be doing. Um, and just with cards like uh, Finale of Promise and stuff, it's yeah, it's far too powerful. I mean, it really is the modern brainstorm, like in all it, aspects. I I honestly, in modern, I think it's above rate uh, to what brainstorm is in Legacy. Because uh, Brainstorm and Legacy isn't generally winning you the game. It's smoothing out your draws and fixing things. Faithless Looting is effectively winning you the game a lot of the times. And that's the issue I draw with it. Your cantrip shouldn't be doing that. And that's what and that's what this card's really doing. Yeah. Uh, not Cedric Phillips, but the other guy. Um, Patrick Sullivan? Man, 
Yeah, thank you so much. He went on a tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He went on a huge tirade on stream about this card, and he had a lot to say in regards to it being better than Black Lotus as far as how much mana you get per card. And so in the Hogak deck, you're essentially getting your Hogak, which is seven, but you mm -hmm. can also do all sorts of other things like filter and yeah. Anyway, as far as mana production, it's better than Black Lotus in a lot of scenarios. And that's really scary to talk about in modern. <laughs> yeah, it's it's absurd. You have to ask yourself, like it's it's insane to think how much play um this card sees compared to what Lotus would see. Like Lotus isn't putting your phoenixes in the graveyards. Yeah, it's getting you three mana. Obviously, nobody is, you know, asking for that card to be in modern. Uh, but it it is exactly that kind of rate we're looking at with Faithless Looting, but better uh, because of what we're surrounded with. And it's this environment that Modern's just been infested with these graveyard decks for a very long time, and they just keep getting more and more and more tools, and it's it's really crazy. Well, I think you think after a while they'd realize that Delve is a, a pretty good mechanic, and they just stop printing cards with it. <laughs> no, no, like, no. Delve first in mana. Stop putting it in modern. I think there's a lot of very reasonable cards with Delve, um, and we'll talk about one of those later in this list. Uh, but uh, like, you can't look at Magmatic Sinkhole and go, "That's a messed up Magic card," and that's a card with Delve. I think that's one of the the cleanest design Delve cards ever. I think it's great. Murderous um, Cut too. Murderous Cut as well. Um, you know. Uh, Oh, what is the blue blue X? I should know this. I play it through time. Uh, <laughs> no, not dig through time. The counter spell. Um, oh, um, Log logic knot. Logic knot. Yeah, logic knot. Also a very clean design. Um, That's about logic knot is it's counter spell plus X. It's not busted card X. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of delve cards that aren't busted. Like, I'll fight all day over Grimog Angler and Tasker. Like, yeah, they've pushed they've pushed Tarmogoyf out of the format for the most part. Well, Jun's having a resurgence, but like, there's a there's a real cost to playing cards like that, um, and that cost goes up without Faithless suiting. And, but I think there are a lot of reasonable delve cards. It's obviously a very powerful mechanic, but Modern's also a very powerful format. Like, we we're not we don't have our baby gloves on here. Um, I think we have to look at things that are actually just too good, and I think Faithless Looting is another one of them. Uh, the next card, too, I think, just needs to go, and that's Bridge from Below. They keep dancing around this card, and it keeps showing up over the years and just, like, random things. Like, Bridgevine was an actual problem before for a little bit until the meta shifted hard and then started including all this main deck graveyard hate, and it never really stopped. Um, and now... It's just busted. Um, I say rip the Band-Aid off and just get it out of the format, too, while we have the opportunity. Um, you, before it... You're saying oh, we've talked about three cards and you want to ban all three so far? Absolutely. Okay. I think if you get rid of Bridge... I mean, Hogak, honestly, they just printed them. It's a cool card. If you gut yeah. the deck and keep Hogak, I'm perfect. Like, Bridge, Bridge either it's going to be you know trash rare or it's going to be... You know, why is this a card? Why is it ever printed type of card? There's not really that much wiggle room between it. I think you get rid of Bridge, Hogak becomes a lot less scary. It um I agreed until I played it and then still won without my bridges when my bridges is my bridges got surgical on turn two. And it was like a not close win. Um against a very good player. Like it, like I was playing Freddy and he had a really good surgical and I still just crushed him. Um I think uh, I think these three cards are what you hit. I, I think you nuke it from orbit, salt the fields, don't look back, just, <laughs> just get it over with. Okay. Um, the next card, uh, or well, unless anybody else wants to comment on Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do a little bit. So we're going to look at these four cards from the Hogak deck. So we talked about Hogak, Faithless Looting, Bridge, and the next one, Altar of Dementia. One of the things about this deck is that it got three cards, and we mentioned all three. And so it's there's no consensus about how to like stifle this deck. They got four. Uh, what's the other one? Carrion Feeder. Yeah, Feeder. We talked about that. Hogak, Carrion Feeder, Alter. Oh, yeah, yeah, duh. Yeah. Math's hard. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can't name, and we can't math. 
Anyway, yeah, so the question then becomes, do you have to ban all four of these pieces? Do you have to ban three of them? Do you ban two of them? Obviously, the when you- feeders doesn't. Yeah, I hope you're right. So my prediction, when we get to the bottom, I'll give my full prediction, is that they're only going to ban two of them. Uh, and I don't think you can really get away with just banning one piece. You're going to have to ban two pieces. Yeah. Um, I like... I, I agree, but like to a more extreme circumstance. I think leave I heard. alone. I think leave altar alone. Um I think altar is interesting and provides other decks that don't have to necessarily be super super degenerate. They're obviously not going to be doing anything fair. That's okay. Um I like I just think hit the other three. Um, cause faithless looting is more or less splash damage. Like you and I talked about this a little bit. I don't think faithless looting is your best turn one play in the deck. I think your best turn one play is, um, your supplier. Did you supply? That's the name of the card. Once again, can't name things. I think that's the best one drop in the deck. Obviously you don't ban stitcher supplier. Um, but yeah, like looting for me is more of a Phoenix target. Um, and less of a Hogak target, obviously still very good in the deck. Uh, but the deck survives easily without looting. Like it'll just play cathartic reunion or something. Um, like it, honestly, I for me looting, like I said, is just aimed at Phoenix and at, you know Hollow One to an extent. Hollow One's been gone for a really long time uh, as a result of the meta shipping, but that's not a deck I think belongs in modern. Really, I think giving it any sort of consistency is a real issue. Um, so I, yeah. I I I say hit all three uh, and then carry Peter really. No, 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 not Carrie and Peter. I mean the three cards before this. Hogak, Looting, Bridge. I think Carrie and Peter okay. is also fine. Yeah, Carrie and Peter is a cool card. It's a fun card. It it's just a happens card, to be... right? If it's a zombie, it pairs well with Gravecaller. Cool, amazing, awesome concept. It just happens to be in this... It's lumped in with some, you know, some shady characters. <laughs> you made some bad life choices. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I just one more comment on this before we move on to the next series of cards. If we were to break down that 51% of the SCG meta, uh, it's all those decks are playing Faithless Looting. Mm -hmm. And to some extent, there's going to be other decks like Mono Red Phoenix that are also playing it. So we're talking around like 60% of day two at a major tournament was playing Faithless Looting in their deck. That's that's off yeah. the charts incredible yeah those numbers are just way too high and, like, and it goes yeah and it goes back to what uh mr burn player basic mountain whatever his name is he gets so, he gets so much mana out of that card that there's just no other equivalent like imagine playing uh hardened scales for example against this like you play your one one for one your two two for three or you know whatever uh and it's just not comparable especially when you compare it to like hogak yeah yeah i think i think it's gross um i'm sure we'll see a change um this next card is very near and dear to you uh, and that's scale up you want to speak on that a little bit absolutely so um Matt Ness and LSV put out a video this morning about their predicted ban list for July 8th, which we're eventually going to do as well. And they had scale up on their list. And it took me by surprise because Infect is only like two, maybe 2.5% of the meta. And yet they're worried about it. And I think the reasoning is it presents a little more closer to turn 2.5 rather than 3.5 kills in Infect. And the major concern in the past as far as banning for modern have been are people winning the game on turn two or three and that really drives uh the the ban list uh you can in a lot of ways look down the ban list and see why that is but yeah uh we also had the store owner mention that if he could like be the dci for a day he would ban glistener elf and I'm just wondering if there's like a hatred for Infect specifically, even though the deck isn't great. It didn't even have a 50% win rate at the last PT. Uh, people just have it on their radar. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what it is, man. Um, you know, like 
I was playing a lot of Modern when Infect was really good before Probe was banned. And I think a lot of people still just remember that. And like it's it, the it leaves a really bad taste in people's mouth because it really only has to deal half the damage a deck like Burn does or something or like uh, Modern Red Phoenix or Blue Red Phoenix. Um, I don't think people enjoy dying on that axis. I think anytime you're killing people in a weird way, they're not having fun. And I think I think it does take a fun factor out. I think the card's fun. Um, like I I about half the decks I own have a good infect matchup the other half have a terrible infect matchup and like that's fine there's there's decks you're just going to lose to um i think infect with enough interaction and playing tight uh like i i think it can be one of the most skill intensive matchups in modern um because you, you are having this standoff um and some of the funnest games i've had in modern have been playing an interactive deck versus infect um because it's like there's a lot of tension and that's the kind of games i like and i think scale up you know is very powerful but i don't think it's something we need to pull the trigger on yet especially with infect's meta share being so low uh, scale up on the chopping board at all like there's no way they didn't realize there's gonna be an interaction of infect and scale up like they they knew this they tested tom it. ross worked on the set <laughs> i mean no wonder it got pushed through so <laughs> i think infect is just it's not like it's you know the most powerful deck. It's like I think you guys hit the nail on the head where it's it's a feel bad deck. I some people they get people get so angry at Infect. I it's a weird thing. It's if somebody played, you know, a like a Death Shadow where you give it double strike, you only need to deal you know usually ten points. You, know, you play your Death Shadow, give him double strike, boom, you kill someone one turn. Oh, for some reason, that's not, yeah. <laughs> yeah for some reason that's not a feel bad, but Infect. You know, they're still getting hit the same amount of times. People just don't like Infect, and I think, like you said, it's it has such a bad stigma behind it, and people just dislike the whole concept of Infect. But I personally, I love it. I, I own the deck. I think it's a fun deck to play. It's a fun deck to play against. It's a cool concept. It's a creature pump deck. Like it's a very unique deck in modern. Yeah, there's not too many. The closest deck to it is um, Boogles Boggles. Bogles, whatever how you pronounce you it. You say Boogles? <laughs> yeah, Booglin. Um, whatever however you pronounce <laughs> the deck. It's but that's the closest deck. Booglin? I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Boogles. <laughs> it's it's Bogles. Okay. Yeah. No. Um it is. It, it's it's been confirmed. But it's it's a very you know, I I think it's it's a weird deck because it's a very simple concept. Play creature, make creature bigger, attack player. But it's I mean, other than boot, boot boggles, um, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, like other than that, like really, you're not playing decks like this in modern. So I love the deck, and I think it has nowhere to be banned. The only reason they would ever ban things out of it is because players, especially I think more novice players, just dislike playing against the deck because it's kind of a weed you out deck. It's oh, your deck isn't you know doing something right away. Okay, well it's turn two, it's turn three, the game's already over. Yeah, I think the only the only valid fear is if this does push more towards turn two and a half, three. Um, I think that is the real problem, uh, making that more consistent. I don't think we have enough data yet simply because of the other things happening in modern. I think it can be left alone for now. Yeah, I like it. it's a combo deck that preys on combo decks. It's not really a deck that preys upon fair decks because if you're playing a fair deck with lightning bolts, you already have a pretty good, you know, you can kill creatures. You can kill as plays turn one Ghostman Elf, well, you kill it. Cool, game's over. You know, like, I mean, not game's over, but it's, yeah, actually, you can interact with a fair deck. So it's not like it's pushing these fair decks out of the way. It's just pushing out combo decks, which I think a lot of people kind of don't realize that the boogeyman pushes out other boogeyman, which is a cool uh, concept of the deck. What's, uh, like, I Travis, how do, how do you feel about it? Like, you think it's safe? Uh, yeah, until we see more of the meta adopt infect. I can't imagine a deck with only two percent of the you know share of the meta being banned. And uh, Storm from twenty twelve with like a talk. Uh, got banned. Um Seething Song. Um uh, Storm was only about two and a half, three percent of the meta, and Seething Song got banned out of it. Um 
Nobody really knows why they banned it at the Are same sure time. Are you sure it wasn't but... Dragonstorm that was the reason why I pushed over the edge? No, 100%. Dragonstorm's always been unplayable. <laughs> the only time that card played was Blazing Infect. Uh, but yeah, um, two and a half, three percent of the meta. Uh, and they banned Seething Song because uh, it was a feel bad deck. So scale, scale up is not something that would surprise me, but I don't think it's going to be there. And I don't think it's there yet. Um, said it was 2012. Yeah, 2012. Whenever Blood Raid Elf got banned, they banned him at the same time. Yeah, another modern powerhouse that's too powerful. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I think it's your the next one you guys are rolling into uh, kind of ties in with Infect, which I'm still uh, not sold on. It's a fairy time rabbler? Oh, I'm sold on the card. I think the card's stupid and <laughs> I dislike the card was ever printed, Man. but in in modern, yeah, the band. It's uh, McVitie. He just posted his uh, Simic Infect deck. He actually had tar- four of Tarmogoyf in the sideboard. Okay, I was not expecting that one. Um, yeah, I've seen like Kitchen Finks and you know these recurring threats and Nissa and stuff like that. But I've never I've never really seen Tarmogoyf. But really, yeah, it's um, fairly fairly common. It just seems kind of you know it's I guess it's good versus Lightning Bolt decks, but. I feel like there's a lot of other cards that are good versus Lightning Bolt decks, but... My bad, Travis. It was uh, January 2013 uh, when Seeming Song was banned. Okay, well, apart from that, I would be... That's the only thing that scares me. Um, But, uh, yeah, they banned it because it facilitated turn three wins. Um, Oh, that's so funny to say. Yeah. Uh, So it's silly to me that it's on the list for that reason. Um, I was like, wow, really? <laughs> but yeah, you know, Storm, Storm, and uh, the reason they ended up banning it was that like uh, GP Leon and Protor turned to Ravnica. Uh, it was about 11% of the field, uh, but it was, it was, uh, it was behind Jund and it was behind Splinter Twin. So for me, those aren't terrifying numbers, and nowadays it's it's laughable, just like you were saying. So that's that's a different discussion, though. I still don't think fast mana should be legal. Uh, but our next card, Teferi Time Raveler, um, been very vocal about this card. Um, I think people are whiners. I, I think this card is fine, um, and uh, I don't think it should be banned. That's all I have to say about that. Don't at me. I'll let you guys <laughs> discuss it. <laughs> I feel like I, the reason I really dislike this card is because one, it shuts off instant speed, which I, I just kind of dislike in general. But it's, just, I mean, there's very few times that I play this card or get played. This card gets played against me that I think, you know, oh wow, I wish this was a different card. You know, unless it was played versus me. But like, it comes in all of a sudden. There's no more instant speed, so you know, counter spells are no longer a thing. Playing your opponent's instep is no longer a thing. So you just kind of invalidated cards, which feels bad. You can now, you know, plus them, and now you can, you know, wrath do all this stuff. You can you can play sorcery on their speed. That's a cool effect. I like that effect. But then it's his bounce. Like worst case scenario, he comes into play. You bounce a creature. You bounce a enchantment. You bounce anything pretty much. You draw a card. He replaces himself, and then they kill him. Oh, you killed my planeswalker. Well, he already replaced himself, and I have a tempo advantage pretty much. Like I, he has I've, so uh... much going for him. I've been bouncing spell quellers with them. That feels really good. Like my own spell quellers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that oh, probably feels boy. pretty nice. That's oh, uh, that feels good. <laughs> uh, hard counter. We watched uh, we watched Jonesy uh, instant speed some really spicy anger of the gods uh, Saturday night too. Man, that was that was brutal. Um, for me, like I don't know. I said I wasn't going to talk about it. Like I just think the card's <laughs> fine. We're we're getting we're getting more and more answers. Like sinkhole was just printed. Um, Fry is in corset twenty. That five damage sinkhole? to a uh, magmatic sinkhole. Five damage to a, a creature or planeswalker. Um, and then Fry is two red uh, two mana one in a red can't be countered. Five damage to a blue or white creature or planeswalker. And uh, yeah, like cards like that make me go, huh? Yeah, this is okay. Um, you know, it is it answering interactive and un, interactiveness with uninteractiveness? Sure, but isn't that literally the definition of interacting? 
<laughs> so it's fine. I think How my issue is I play too much standard and just yeah. after I see the card, I just kind of <laughs> I start just shaking on the floor. I, mean, I play four of them in standard. Uh, how how what are what are your thoughts on it, Travis? So it's starting to see a lot of play in modern in combo decks, which mm-hmm. seems to be the axe as far as what needs to be banned. Uh, if you look at the ban list, they're more, mostly concerned outside of like Stoneforge Mystic about combos mm-hmm. and uh, winning the game very quickly. This gives a couple different combo decks a measure of. Uh, resilience, like they're going to be able to fight through things a little better. I play it in Infect, obviously gets played in Devoted Druid combo, sometimes as a four of, which is probably too much, but in any case, this card is really unfun to play against. And when they banned KCI, that was one of the things they cited was this game, like watching KCI go off as the opponent is like really unfun and it's really boring. So I think there's an element of this card which functions the same way. It's just so boring and so unfun to play against that I think maybe in the future, but I'm more on the side uh, your side, which I think is a three mana spell in modern that slows the format down is probably something we should keep in uh, uh-huh. keep legal. I mean, and to be fair, I am playing this in a combo deck in modern right now. Like the, that's that's another thing. Like it's created new decks. Like the Sahili deck was unplayable before this card. Like it was just like tier six trash. It's been winning a lot lately, and like enough that I go, huh? I'm gonna throw this together, and like, you know, Jonesy's done better than he's done in ages with the deck, and it's super fun to play, and like. And that's possible because of Teferi, in my opinion. Like, the card gives you protection with your your Sorcery Speed Splinter Twin. Um, I think it's great for the format. I agree. Uh, you're slowing things down. There might come a time when it is too oppressive. I do not think that time is now. Um, the next card on the list is another one I won't discuss because I'm incredibly biased, uh, and nothing I say will be constructive, uh, and that is Devoted Druid. Wow, I really want to know what you think. I hate this card. Uh, oh, okay. Passion. I think I feel like me and you are flipped on these two cards because I loved Vo Druid. I think I think infinite mana combos are stupid. Um, I think when I'm playing my Birds of Paradise Noble Hierarch deck, like I just taking that from a fair thing or a slightly fair thing with a combo finish like Pod was and just turning it into ha 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 I killed you on turn two. Um Oh man. Turn three, right? I can turn two you, right? No, turn three. Well, turn I mean, unless you play like turn one Simeon bird. Spirit Guide. Turn one bird, turn two. I mean spirit guide, manamorphose. Sam <laughs> <laughs> uh, sprint. Turn one bird, turn two druid. Oh, uh, you can't tap the druid, I guess. So it is turn three. Um uh, and to be fair, some of these versions were playing spirit guide for a little bit. Um, but like that's not what they're doing now. I don't know. Like Finale of Devastation also gave them more tools. I don't like the it. Finale of Devastation is great. It's a green hit- and a win condition. Like it's it tutors up your your combo as well as once you have your combo, it just it's your win condition. Yeah, let me go get my ten ten walking ballista, and that doesn't have any counters on it, and then just pump it with my infinite mana and kill you. I hate it. I hate it. I don't think it should be banned. Uh, I just hate it for personal reasons, kind of like a lot of people hate Infect. <laughs> but I can separate that. Like, my hatred for it doesn't mean it needs banned. Um, but make no mistake, I hate it, and if you play this deck, I hate you a little. Um, so, at least a little bit. Uh, it's funny because... That, that includes you, Rob. I know you're listening to this. I hate you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, I don't think it needs banned. I just hate it. <laughs> I very uh, much so disliked this deck for the longest time, because it was just like... It just seemed like a deck that was kind of held together by a janky combo, but now with Giver of Runes and uh, I can't remember if it's Finale or Hour. Well, they don't even play Giver most of the time, right? They just play Teferi and laugh at you. Yeah. Like this card goes hand in hand with the last one. Yeah, I, I just I just love the the deck where it comes because it's now it went from this like I don't know it looked like oh this is you know cool interaction let's play cards with this cool interaction to like an actual well 
ironed out deck that does stuff and doesn't it doesn't it feels like a real deck the other one felt like a low tier deck that just all of a sudden whoops turn three you lost type of thing yeah it was dumb i hated it i still hate so, it i, <laughs> I would rather lose to this deck now that it's good than back when i would lose this deck when it was merfolk tier i'd, I'd rather the people deciding to play this deck lose their way to the event site and don't make it in time to register my goodness okay <laughs> like i said nothing constructive <laughs> i'm a big fan of the deck and i really like creature decks being in modern even if they are combo decks the card that i mean we mentioned teferi but also giver ruins has started to be played to this deck as well and that gives it another layer of protection uh it does slow the combo down a little bit because you don't have your turn one bird or a noble but I think the deck is great. It's fun to play against. Every time I play against it, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they have it. When should I pick my spots? And it's very similar to like an Infect Mirror because we're both trying to go off pretty quick. And so I enjoy it. I think it's fine. Uh, it hasn't been posting result results. Um, I, I would like to keep it. Yeah, I keep it in the format. Like, I don't like what gets me is it's not a deck I lose too much. Like, I play decks that are good against it. I just like, uh, it sickens me to see it. I'm like, ugh. And I, I don't know why. I, I honestly don't. <laughs> well, we forgive I think you. my biggest complaint against it is it's an unplayable match on, or deck on Magic Online because if one person makes you play the game out, you never want to play the game like deck ever again. <laughs> uh, the next card on our list, um, I think Travis feels a lot more strongly about than I do, and that's Neoform. Um, why do you want this card banned, Travis? Where is it? I, I haven't seen it. Essentially, want to consider this a preemptive ban for the London Mulligan. So the London okay. Mulligan is going to be implemented in about four days from this recording. And when the London Mulligan was online, it was very good. Uh, like Neoform was everywhere, and it was winning a lot. I think the deck is a little better now. They, there's all sorts of little fine fine tuning that the lists that get played now are doing. And I think the fact that it can win on turn one is uh, a little brutal, considering what the rest of Modern is trying to do. And so I think there's going to be a preemptive ban on Neoform. Okay. I, like, I'd agree with you. Like My only issue is, is they said they didn't have anything with their eyes set on banning uh, with the London Mulligan is my only issue with it. I, like, like yeah, I said, you're right. Like, like I said, I haven't seen any results from the deck yet. Obviously, the London Mulligan's not back on Magic Online. But I can't imagine that it makes it so much better that this deck just wouldn't be played right now. Like, Black Red Reanimator's still putting up results in Legacy. And this, like I said, this deck's just nowhere. Um, whereas people are still playing Grishelbrand. People are still playing Narset Cannon. Um, people are, you know, playing um, Battle of Wits. Like, uh, I, I understand the feeling of of wanting it banned but i i just i just don't see it yet i i don't think i think it was the case of a high density of people playing it uh because they were freaking out over it um and a lot of that squeaking through and it looking like results and the results getting skewed because of it and we saw something similar with the old bridgevine lists and with the um and with the uh oh why can't i think of what deck it was there was another deck in modern last year that people uh, were losing their minds over. Well, I and... think you're thinking of the same deck I'm thinking of because I was going to say this deck could either be Hogak 2.0 after Hogak's cut, mm -hmm. or it could be Cheerios 2.0. Where everyone That's said, it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Everyone said Cheerios is the destroyer of modern. We have to ban Cheerios. This is ridiculous. They combo on turn two. They can you know, reliably combo all the time. This deck is insane. And a whole three people play the deck now. Yeah. <laughs> Zernak still rocking them five O's with it now and again. But yeah, I do. Um, that's where I kind of think of it. Uh, think of it is that I think it was putting up results because so many people were playing it. I think there it was getting forced through a lot, which I think in a way contributes also to like the prevalence of decks like Blue Eye Control and Modern uh, because it's a fan favorite. Um, I think a lot of people play it. And a higher density of that means more people are going to end up getting through because you have more people playing it. Um, 
so it's the math is in your favor at that point but yeah i think it's a i think it's potentially a terrifying card but i don't i don't think it's going to go this week or next week i guess i think uh, i think it's at least safe for one more cycle i i think you're probably right i think you swayed me a little bit um <laughs> but if i were the dci i think that's the right thing to do you guys mentioned turn two decks going off well turn one is a little less than turn two it, it, it's true yeah in fact and it's half like, it's half yeah <laughs> correct and cheerios can win on turn one as well uh not as reliably as this but yeah no for sure and and that's why i understand where it is like if they banned it like i wouldn't really be all that surprised I hope they don't because there are fair decks to play the card and they're really cool. Well, I think uh, you don't ban Neoform, you ban Alistair Rider because oh, Alistair Rider, that's, that's a dumb card. Neoform's a cool card. Yeah. Okay. I mean, either way, like something from the Neoform deck, I guess. I think they um, should just ban all seven mana, like every seven CMC creature in modern. Gosh, yeah. yeah. Or no. Because then you can get Gristlebrand right out of my face. <laughs> Oh, isn't it X plus one or is it is less it X than? Plus one? I can't remember. Oh, we should look that up. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, uh, I just think it's it's a cool card. It's a cool concept. One plus the sacrifice creatures convert a mana cost and put it on the battlefield with additional plus one with an additional plus one plus one counter. I forgot about that part. Yeah, that's the scary part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Crystal Brand himself. It's a plus that's one, why plus one. Play in like the fair decks. It's like the Cloudfin Raptor decks that pop up now and again, and I think those are cool. Um, I think it'd be a shame if this went away because of that, but yeah, it, it's something I could understand. Um, next up are unbans, and the first card, um, I think Travis and I agree on, and that's Splinter Twin. Oh, do I, we agree? What do you think about I it? I don't think it should be unbanned. Okay, we're good. Okay, yeah, I hate it. I like I hate the mindset it developed in the culture of competitive play. I hate the way it made games evolve. Um, and I think it was terrible for the format. And everybody who says it was a policeman of the format um, are mixing up the word policeman and Gestapo. Um, <laughs> there, there's a big difference. They might look similar, but one is is keeping the peace, like blue white control. One of them is waylaying you in an alley and hitting you with a billy club and locking you into a prison camp for trying to do something different than that. Um, and I think that's what Splinter Twin was on Modern. Uh, and I don't think it has any business coming off the ban list. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-card combo. It's a good combo. The decks are good. You'd play Teferi. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably play Teferi. <laughs> oh, Jeskai Twin with Teferi? That seems yeah. awesome. <laughs> you could play Resto, too. Here's yeah, a flash. Resto Kiki. Whoops, <laughs> just start brewing right now. Um, yeah, I think we're all pretty settled on that card. Like, leave it on the ban list. Reddit can shut up. This has no place coming off. It wasn't good for modern. We love that, you, Reddit. Listen to our podcast. I like. It's yuck. It, it need, this card needs to stay far away. The next card I'm torn on, um, because of development space and the cards around it. Uh, but it's near and dear to my heart, and this is the kind of creature combo I want to see is Birthing Pod. Um, I don't know if it's safe. I want it to be, uh, and I know a lot of people do. Uh, but I, I think the answer is a resounding probably not. <laughs> well, I think you see the big difference in Birthing Pod and Splinter Twin. Splinter Twin's like, oh, you know, I casted it on Creature, game over. Birthing Pod's not a... I cast Birthing Pod, I have one creature. It's like, well, I have this creature, that chains into this creature. And so you have to build your entire right. deck around Birthing it, Pod. It, it has multiple points of interaction and multiple moving parts that can be interacted with. And it gets um, oofed. Oof shuts it down. It does get oofed. Uh, and and force, of, uh, force of Vigor as well. Like, there are a lot of new answers to this card, uh, which puts it more towards my safe zone than my, um, oh God, please no zone. Um, so it's it's a card that's near and dear to me, but I'm torn on it, and I just I think the answer right now, after modern, you know, having gone through the things that's going through right now, I think the answer right now is probably not. I agree. I about it. Yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> I mean, the deck that it would be built around, like that it fits into, can function pretty well without the birthing pod. So 
you're also going to play this in combo decks, uh, not just the creature value engines, but I think you'd even consider playing this in Devoted Druid because it would enable uh, sacrificing a bird to find one of your pieces or sacrificing a giver of runes for one of your pieces. So I am uncomfortable with this in Modern, and I'm glad it's currently banned. Yeah, that's kind of where I am with it. Um, the next card is a card that is also uh, where I think you and I are in agreement on, but probably different in what's going to happen, and that's Splinter Twin. Um, I think so the card. I think the card is safe for modern. No, no, no. You said a homogenization you said... would occur around it. Uh, <laughs> but I, think jo Josh, fine. what you you said, Splinter Twin. Splinter Twin. You said Splinter, Splinter, Splinter Twin. Twin? I oh assume you're gosh. talking about Stoneforge Mystic, right? Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah, I looked at our notes and saw Splinter Twin, and I was like, no, God, no. <laughs> Having PTSD style flashbacks. It's not <laughs> my office right now. Uh, yeah, uh, Stoneforge Mystic. Jeez. Um, yeah, like I think it's a card that would homogenize, uh, but I think it would also um, give a resurgence to, resurgence to mid-range decks again. And uh, I want to unearth it, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me do it. Um, but unfortunately, I think blue white's uh, blue white's success lately is going to work against us. Um, it's what was cited last time when a lot of people were upset about it not getting unbanned. Uh, was the prevalence of blue white and how well blue white had been doing at grand prix, and I think winning a grand prix and putting two lists in the top eight is not going to help our case, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I mean, this used to be in the seventy-five of um, miracles. Like, it's a good card mm -hmm. in control. Like, it's a good card. I I personally love the card. I think it's a great card. I don't know, um, Jeff. Do you think it should be stay in the old X or Max? No, or I I think it should live. I think it should be unbanned. Uh, I, uh, you agree, right, Travis? Yes, I do. And I'll let you guys finish your comments before I say mine. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is about as passionate about this as I am devoted oh, okay. to it, I think. But, uh, <clears throat> because I personally just like the card. I have, I'm kind of, yeah. see, I, I try my hardest. I think I'm against it being unbanned just because I know I'm really biased because I've cast a lot of stones from Mystics in my time in Legacy, and I love this card. It's a fun card to play with. In Legacy, it feels so good to cast it because it's a good card, but you don't feel like you're a degenerate casting it <laughs> in Legacy. I, so, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of success with the card. I want to unband. I just don't think it's, like I said, I just don't think it's going to happen right now with the success that Blue White's having. All right, Travis, I've said my piece. What about you? You're exactly right why it's not going to be unbanned, but they're wrong, objectively yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. And so going back to the KCI ban, the next day, Aaron Forsyth, uh, guy at Wizards, posted on Twitter, uh, as Ian Duke mentioned in the article, White Blue Control has the second most modern GP top eights recently behind KCI. Just Guy Control is third, which is really weird to think about because that hasn't happened that in a long terrible, time. Yeah. <laughs> and then the concluding statement is, hard to justify a Stoneforge Mystic unban in that environment. And that was about seven, yeah six months ago, seven months ago. Yeah. So I wrote a response to him, and he did not reply, sadly. <laughs> and there's a couple of things that are wrong with his logic, and that is GP top eights are not a good measurement for success. You need to just know the percentage, the win percentage against the field. Yeah. And if you can, uh, especially if you can divest mirror matchups and get a really accurate percentage that's the best way to measure a deck success so gp top eights is this really stupid metric to even mention and then the second thing i'd mention is white blue control as it presently sits would be a different deck than something playing stoneforge mystic stoneforge mystic is much easier to interact with than a lot of what white blue is doing so if you're just casting counter spells or you're playing Planeswalkers, they're harder to interact with than Stoneforge Mystic uh, with Fatal Push and Lightning Bolts and uh, KC. Uh, what think, is it? Uh, oh, go ahead. What is it? Go ahead, whatever you're going to say. Oh, I think I think we'd have to look at uh, pre-cons of Tarkir Miracles to know what blue-white control would look like uh, slotting this, and obviously not taking into account a dedicated Stoneblade deck. 
um because those would certainly exist but i think just like blue eye control with stoneforge mystic is not stoneblade um because like i said miracles played the package uh for quite a bit um before getting to adopt uh monastery mentor and i think uh looking at lists like that would probably give us a hint as to what uh what it would look like yeah i think it is a sideboard card was it was i mean i saw it in the sideboard a lot because it's just a nice value package you'd bring in versus uh decks that batter skulls great in i know caleb Deerwood uh played it in uh the main deck uh at some one of them he had a pretty good finish with but uh yeah i i think there's versions that would just play it in the sideboard i think there's versions that would play a few and then obviously we would have the very real Stoneblade decks. Uh, but I don't think it would look the way it looks now, exactly like Travis has said. And it would be another deck. It would just yeah. be in addition to Modern. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it's in the same pool as Birthing Pod, where it's like, yeah, I mean, I could see it being unbanned, but, I mean, will they unban it? And, you know, will it be good for the envi- like the actual, for Modern itself? Could it be a bad thing? I don't know if it will get unbanned just because same thing as birthing pod where it's like, yeah, they technically probably could do it, but should they do it? Maybe, maybe not. And is it really adding anything to the format by taking it off the ban list? Yeah, I absolutely think it's adding something into the format. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think Absin becomes a playable deck again. Like I I think the idea of jamming Stoneforge Mystic and Stoneforge uh, or Jesus. I think the idea of jamming Stoneforge Mystic and Siege Rhino in the same deck sounds incredibly appealing to me. Hey, uh, you can uh, you can uh, pod away the Stoneforge Mystic after you put in your Batter Skull, get yourself a three drop, and then oh, you're right. Have yeah. that untap your burn the pod and get your uh, Siege Rhino. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Fix modern. Genius. Format <laughs> solved. Wow. <laughs> well, let's make our official predictions. Oh, we and have maybe... one more card. Oh, we do? What do we got? Dig through time. Yeah, I uh, only put this on there because you mentioned it. Well, it's, it's getting a lot of talk. Um, like, Twitter has been talking about it a bit. A lot of people have been mentioning it on stream. Um, it's like, is this card actually safe now? Was it a reactionary ban? Um, like, is Scapeshift even a playable deck ever? Um, even if you give it a Dig 7. Um I say, you know, when we talked about the BNR before, uh, I, I said, oh, and ban it. Um, to be clear, that's that was a very selfish uh, one. I think leave it banned. <laughs> yeah. I think if you look at these Delve cards, I mean, the first thing you got to do is just get rid of all the white colorless mana, get rid of all that, and then just look at the colored mana and think, is this a normal card that could be printed in any shape or form? Right. You look at the time, a two mana, a two blue, blue. So blue, blue, that's it. Look at the top seven. Don't draw them, but just put them directly in your hand. Gets past Narset, gets past all the other shenanigans. Like, that's a busted card. If someone said, hey, you know, we're thinking about bringing a blue, blue card that does this effect, you say, no way. But for some reason, people think, well, you can't cast it on turn two. You have to cast it on, like, you know, dig through time once. I mean, cast Fatal Saluting once, and then you can do it. Like, I just feel like it's... No Delve. Delve and Frexian Mana, if they just completely got rid of those from all formats, it'd probably make for a better feel. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I think uh, think it probably should stay where it is. We're getting a fixed version, more or less, um, in Corset 20. Uh, can't think of the card's name. The art's really cool, and I think it's, uh, I think it's quite good. Is um, it 5 CMC? It's, I think it's 4. Um, I, I can't think of the name of the card. It's got like we already have fact, pretty yeah, factor fiction. Yeah, cool I mean, right. and we do have factor fiction. I think this card's probably just as good though. Um, not being a uh, an instant hurts, but we've got Teferi for that. Um, oh hey, yeah, but yeah, like Travis was saying, on to our predictions for what's going to happen. Um, I'll go first. I think um, it's going to be faithless looting. And then Hogak, and probably also Bridge Band. Um, and then uh, I see we're doing a wish list. My wish list is unban Stoneforge Mystic, um, like, and then the bannings. Uh, but yeah, unban Stoneforge Mystic. It's time. Let my girl go. Travis, mm-hmm. how about you? Yeah. So as I mentioned above, I think 
we need to un excuse me we need to ban at least two cards from the hogak deck and the two that i picked are faithless looting just because it's better than black lotus and hogak because i think that's the engine that makes the deck insane without those it just goes back to like a really pedestrian bridge fine deck so my wish list though are faithless looting and hogak i really do think they need to go but unban stoneforge mystic as we mentioned it is going to be a benefit it'll slow down the format we'll get to play more interactive games of magic fatal push will be good like there's so many good things that come from this card so that's my lightning bolts will be good <laughs> yeah, for real i'll have a reason to play forked bolt again <laughs> justin what about you yeah i i don't think I don't think Devoted Druid or Scale Up or any of these are going to be even touched or whatsoever. I think, it, I mean, Hogak, I honestly don't think it will just because they just put it in. So I, I'm I'm just airing on, they're like, okay, we just printed this card. Maybe we shouldn't ban the card we just printed. Bridge from Below and Fatal Saluting, I think if you touch both those cards, honestly, it'd be a better format. Personally, I feel like it would be because Phoenix is, Phoenix is a cool deck, but it's definitely a feel-bads deck sometimes when all of a sudden, you know, they cast a couple spells on their, you know, early turns, and you have thirty-five phoenixes, you know, smashing your face in. I know so what I, I did to people bad. with the mono red version this past weekend. Yeah, past, like <laughs> the deck can create the feel bads. Yeah, <laughs> so it's. I think fatal saluting. Honestly, people have been asking for it forever, and the card doesn't look powerful when you first look at it because it's, you know, it's negative advantage, but it's it's a pretty powerful card. So I can see looting and bridge go. And as far as Stoneforge Mystic. I mean, speculators keep buying the card out, and so I hope it never gets unbanned, just because Ooh. I just like speculators. So, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I can see it. Let's. Uh, I think I, I could see that, but I'm probably going to say they're not going to unban anything right now because it's such a scary time in the format. They probably don't want to rock the boat as hard as they can. So, let's just say unban mind twist in legacy. Okay. Yeah, I can get on board well, with that. There uh, we go. Just as a uh, one last little thing, uh, I I was reading through some articles the other day. There were people who were calling for uh, or were predicting Faithless Looting would end up banned in Standard and eventually banned in Modern and Legacy. So, and they oh, were laughed at. Printing. What is it? This is back in in uh, it's twenty eleven. Yeah, to, or 2000, uh, 2012, yeah. Um, people were... Uh, uh, Adam Prosak, uh, specifically, is who I believe the article was, was talking. He thought it would have been banned in Standard. It barely made a showing in Standard. There was a reanimator deck. It was just kind of cool. Um, and, but he predicted it would eventually be too good for Modern and Legacy. Um, and I think we're absolutely there with Modern, and I think Legacy could get there if Black Red Reanimator ends up being a real problem uh, with this one. So... Take that for what you will. Maybe some uh, some foresight from the past there. Word. So uh, yeah, where can uh, where can people find all of you on the internet, Justin? Uh, you cannot find me on the internet. Um, I mean, I guess you can if you look up my name. My name's Justin. Um, <laughs> I think I have, a, I have a Twitter. I don't check it, so you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I do not go on it. Yeah, um, right you can go now. on my Instagram. It's really just for me to follow my wife's Instagrams and like her photos. So I guess I you like can follow my wife, Justin. Well, here, how about this? I'll say you can follow you can follow me. By me, you can follow my wife on uh, Watered Down Art on Instagram. She does uh, watercolors, and it's really pretty. Hey, that's a good plug. That's very wholesome. Yeah, I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, do that, <laughs> and then you can find me on Twitter and instagram at ours is the fury uh underscore at the beginning and end and then uh you can find me on twitch at eldenari what about you travis justin i tried to find you all i found was justin bieber <laughs> um, just just follow justin bieber instead of me uh he does more interesting tweets and yeah, oh, so. i've just followed justin bieber <laughs> i'm gonna fight justin and tweet at him and tell him to fight me <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Travis underscore 8427 and twitch.tv slash Travis 8427. I'm going to be playing a little bit of poker, actually, uh, but then I'll get back into some magic once I lose all my money. 
Fair enough. That's gonna that's gonna be it for tonight, guys. Thank you. You guys have a good one, and make sure you keep intentionally drawing into top eights. Love you all.